When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to The Downside. Hi. My name is Marcus Arezzi. I'm here with my co-host, Russell Daniels. Hi. Uh, we had a guest earlier canceled today. Yes. So we've been here a, we've been here a while. We've been here a while. If Russell and I seem testy with each other. We, we've been here since 11 a.m. I uh, got you lunch. I got you a PB&J with two helpings of steak on oh, the side. It was the weirdest meal I've ever seen in my meal. life. But there was a weird menu, and I was like, oh, they put peanut butter and jelly on the menu. That They must be confident in that peanut butter and jelly. So I was curious. <laughs> and then it said, do you want to add a protein to the side? And I said, sure. You know, like, yeah. what, what a weird, but they suggested it, you know? Yeah. So you had the meal people, that like other people clearly would have done, have done it. In the that's past. like what Elon Musk's son has for I breakfast: <laughs> a PB and J and two helpings of, of the finest. Well, steak. I only ordered one. I don't know why it came with two little things. Yeah, of, I have a feeling you know. ordered two based on the price. Oh. Uh, we're here. Very happy to be joined by our guest today, stand-up comedian Drew Lynch. Welcome. Hey guys, sorry I canceled earlier. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I I cancel and then I show up later. That's what I do. Yeah, yeah we just said well, we got to take the opportunity as it comes. Um, uh, well, I want we'll talk about you in a second. I I I've been doing a lot of uh, doctor stuff this year. I, I I've yeah. I, basically I thought I was gonna get SAG insurance one day. Yeah. Ten years later, not happening. And I'm like, I can't wait on my acting career to take off yeah. to get my health checked out. So I went to, I've been, I got my heart. I got a CAT scan. Uh, I got a, che- a check for nodes. Mm. Uh, no nodes. Wait, nodes throat. on the throat? Nodes on the throat. Yeah, yeah. I was a singer and I I yell a lot on stage to make up for when there's no punchline. You're so emphatic. And I know. You would not hardly know that it's compensating. <laughs> and, and no notes. Good. So, uh, but, but I realized the thing, I have this doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Vinny Bumatz reference plug. medicinal plug. Oh, no, Dangerfield that, oh, that's gotcha. a oh, Rodney Dangerfield joke yeah it sounded silly my doctor Dr. Vinny <laughs> Bumatz <laughs> yeah uh, he's the I don't like him and I realized what it is is that he doesn't seem to have the objective in his mind for me to stay alive so for example I got this heart cat scan. They said one of my arteries had a, a little, tiny bit of clogging. Nothing unusual. But so he tells me that. He says, so we did the cat scan. So one of your arteries has a little bit of, of uh, a little bit of a clog. Yeah. And, and then he stops speaking. And I have to be like, okay, so what could we do about that? Yeah. He's like, doesn't want to be prescriptive. He's like my therapist in that way. Like he just wants to to talk about the thing. And I'm like, yeah. no, I need you to be prescriptive. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then he, then I go, Oh, is there any way to fix it? He goes, Oh, Oh, um, well, now that you ask you, so you could take this, not everyone does, but you could. Hmm. And I go, just give me a recommendation. Yeah. Give sir. me a recommendation. Yeah. And then, and then I say, so is, is it a coin flip? He goes, well, it's not a coin flip. And I, I go, then what is it? Yeah. So it's, it's going to be a long haul. He says I could take Lipitor. You could do a lot of things. Of I don't like a doctor that gives you too many options. Yeah. It should be a very binary thing. Here's what you do, and here's what you don't do. Mm-hmm. Here's what you do if you want to die. Here's what you want to do if yeah. you want to come back. 
That's it. Yeah. I don't need. I don't need like. Well, you could do this. You could go for a walk. You could do this. Yeah. I need to know what's the best. Give me the or, best right yeah, now. Yes. Yeah. You say this is what I'm recommending you should do. Some people do this, but here's why I don't think you should do this. Yeah. You know, my, some sort of like you got like have an opinion. I on could it. go through all this. Well, I could yeah. do this. I could do this. Yeah. I could do peanut butter and jelly and steak. I could do this. Sometimes I feel like the language feels like they're talking in a way where they cannot get sued. <laughs> where I just feel like that's why they're scared to go it like do this. Yeah. Because if forever. I do it and I die, yeah. Yeah. That's, that, then then I can sue them. Yeah. But if they if they just go like post post mortem sue, that's the best kind. Post mortem sue. You don't even have to be there. Yeah, you I'm have representatives. Just, no, no, the <laughs> gravestone. No one's gonna sue on your behalf. There's no one that's that would do that. You know, I would go. I would not on your behalf. I would be in the. I'd be in like the. It's like one of those ones where you watch where there's like a smattering. There's like a guy asleep, and then there's like someone uh-huh. who came from the bus, and you're like, well, you're studying law. And, and I would be like next to those guys. Yeah, I want to see what happens. Yeah, with just me in general. Yeah, if I but die? also if so you, you die, but all, no, I want to see what happens with you if you don't die too. But I want to see what happens with you if you die, and uh, how a postmortem sue goes. You know? Are you doing it? To, did you do anything? So he basically was like the Lipitor. I was Lipitor. Yeah, he said it. It costs. It can cost like four hundred bucks a month. And then he basically, I was like, I was like, well, how would it help? He said, basically, I'd be starting it earlier than normal uh-huh. if I wanted to. And he started. And, and but he was like, you know, the let's say, and these were random numbers. He's just throwing around. He goes, let's say. You have a five percent chance of having a heart attack. I don't like you how take the Lipitor now. You have a four point nine seven percent chance. So you could take it, but maybe it's not that much. Yeah, yeah you round doctor. up to the yeah, same a new result. Doctor. This yeah. guy's a nightmare. Get a new artery oh. too. Yeah, I think that's where <laughs> this is going. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to avoid. But I think part of it is that it's like talking around the fact that I'm going to basically sometimes I want to be like, so doctor, are you telling me that someday I will die? <laughs> Yeah. Like part of it is we, we have to eventually, you get to an age, I imagine, where it's like, okay, so death, that's happening. Yeah, yeah. What's the goal here? Happiness? Put this as far away as possible, which for me, I think that's what I want. It's yeah. like uh, it's like when you talk to like your banking uh, consultant a little bit where they're just like, what's the, what do you, what's medium risk? Like, mm-hmm. are you, you know, what are your, what are your priorities with this? Are you trying to ride trends or are you trying to, are you trying to, you, you trying to take some chances on, on the on unstable market? Yeah. Am I talking to number? Do I? Do you guys not have? Am I? We don't have. No. I don't, don't have money, but I have the consultants. Have consultants. I, I don't want to speak for you. I don't. But I don't. Now I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. I don't. That's I don't have. I don't want Patreon money. I don't want to send out that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to put out there that I have money. That's not it. Yeah. I just mean like I got the consultants just like waiting. But it's Wells Fargo. But it's not. <laughs> it's like the standard like you know when you say like you have a right to an attorney. It's like that. Yeah. Wells Fargo keeps getting in trouble. No. They all get in trouble. What? Yeah, but Wells Fargo feels like, oh, like insanely. Good bank. Give can me you, a good bank. Tell me a good bank, John Marco. Can you cancel a bank? I don't think so. They're like, too big to fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. the smaller banks are getting eaten up by Famously. the bigger banks. Oh. I listen to these podcasts and I, if you if you give me a test on them, I'd fail them. But <laughs> I know Silicon Valley was a bank. There was a bank rush that everyone takes out their money all at once. Right. The bank's going to collapse and the bigger banks come in and they, they swallow it up. Yeah. And they don't have it. They never have it. Yeah, but Wells Fargo, you hear about a lot. Yeah, Elizabeth Warren, you have. I I recently switched to Chase. 
What Good are you? you? That's fancy. Uh, Bank of America. Fancy. Chase is so yeah, my fancy. Account, my account was like Bank of America is the worst. We got to get you out of Bank <laughs> yeah, of America. Bank of, Bank of America, that's like the Plaza Hotel of banks. Yeah. It's just the floors are dirty. They don't and have like the pens. None of the outlets no, work. No, 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 no. It's, it's very weird. If there's one weird. person in line in front of you, it's going to be an hour before <laughs> you see that. Yeah. There's like a guy who's typing, but there's no monitor. And you're like, yeah. what? Bank of um, America just feels, maybe that's just, it could just be my projection uh, on America. It has nothing to do with the bank, I guess. That's true. But yeah, anyway. That's true. That's, that's a big branding yeah, thing. Bank of America. That's like, that's like yeah, you know, the Third bad. Reich Bank. Yeah. If it was like bank beginning, of, it does really well, and then they go, yeah, this name's got to change. Yeah. I'm amazed we haven't changed the name of America after all the shit that's been done. Yeah. We need a rebrand. Bank of Dubai I would go to, for mm. sure. Bank of Dubai is Just nice. because I don't know about all the crimes that Dubai has. Yeah, they got misters in the... When you walk in. But did you end up taking the Lipitor or where are you at? Where are you settled with this? No, I think <laughs> I'm going to. You're going to do nothing no. until it becomes an issue? I think you're giving off energy to your doctor and that's why yeah. you're wishy-washy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do this. It's a horrible habit. It's like a childish habit where I call my dad and he had the quintuple bypass last year. And he's oh, the damn. reason that I am oh. anxious about all this. Yeah. And my dad will just be like, you're fine. Mm. You're fine. And something, something when I was a kid, it resonates where I go, I'm fine. That's great. Yeah. I'm fine. That's all I needed Who to hear. Here's what the cat scan. Cat scan. <laughs> I think. You don't even like yeah. them. Yeah. So. You should do it though. He sent me a book. But here's the thing with cholesterol. He it's sent like, you a book? He sent me a book, how to, how to deal with your cholesterol. The doctor or your dad? I blame your My dad. dad. My dad's way more prescriptive than the doctor. Yeah. And, and you know what? It's like with everything else with science. They're like, eggs? They said it was bad. But it might not be bad. <laughs> and you go, well, what the fuck am I? Because I asked my doctor, I said, I can't Google this yeah. because everything comes up. Every time I tell him I Google something, he goes, Ugh. and I go, well, okay, he's, he's very Jewish. And I try to appeal to him on that. Says, there is a horrible part of me as a Jew where I'm like, hey, can you give me the real advice? Come on. I know I don't have a yarmulke like you, but tell me the thing. Tell me the thing. Yeah. So. Uh, wow. So he had quad, quad, quad. A quintuple. 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 How many five, is that? Five. Five? five? Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I, you hear I blame your triple. dad. Yeah. I, Sometimes you, quadruple. I've, I have Quint- never heard this. Quintuple is yeah, a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. That's a so lot. Yeah, I, my, my, my manager's father had a six, <gasps> six tuplet. Damn. Oh my Six God. tuplet, I think it's called. Six, uh, no, it's six. Sept tuplet? Six. Se- that's seven. Yeah, no, I know. Septuplet sep, is seven. Sep, tuplet. Six, six, six tuplet. Six tuplet, I think, is... I think they got lazy with it. Yeah, six. I get so jealous of people like Joe Rogan. They get to go. What is it? And then their producer goes to a laptop (laughs) and they figure it out. (laughs) Uh, So six bypasses your manager, and then five from your dad. Five. I don't know how high it can go. I thought quadruple was all of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, they took a vein from his leg and put it into his heart. Wow. Leg, leg. Wow. Yeah. Leg, leg vein, heart. That's so. I mean, that's that's cool, right? Yeah, it's very scary. It, science is pretty amazing, but also science sounds very like uh, trial and yeah, error. Yeah, just very How'd like they figure that out. Why from your leg? Who thought of this? Well, they didn't think of it first. I promise they tried the elbow first, and the guy exploded <laughs> yeah. in the operating room. Oh yeah, and then they got to like I think you know that Steve Jobs. One of the reasons Steve Jobs died was he did not want to get opened up. Oh really? And so he really was like, I'm gonna take care of it, and by the time. You know, he tried eating all fruits yeah, for yeah. a year. Yeah. Because his dad sent him a book that said eat all fruits instead of take the fucking Lipitor. Yeah. yeah. And then and then they realized it was too late. So you blame your dad for all of this. 
Oh, this and more. <laughs> uh, this is the downside. Well, this is the downside. If this is your first time listening, it might be. This is a place where we get negative. We complain. We don't need to be thankful. We can we can blame everything on our father if we want to, and no one can tell us it's time to grow up. Mm. If you're a fan, join the Patreon, patreon.com slash downside. Bonus episodes, live episodes, my clean comedy special, The Rats Are In Me. A lot of fun stuff. Drew. How was it doing clean? Uh, I really did it for Sirius XM mm. plays. So I just I just went through my documented jokes, took mm. all the clean shit, slapped it together. It was it was by track. Mm. I wasn't trying to make an hour clean. I see. It's not who it's not who I am. I'm a I'm a you know, speaking, I mean I've certainly submitted for America's Got Talent mm. a couple times and it's always like the restrictions are immense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't, it's not, and it's not just, they don't want, I, I was a theater kid. They don't want anything involving theater, acting, brands, dirty, dark, mean. Yeah. When you first did it, did you have enough ready? Were you nervous about running out? No, uh, because I, I guess I just never thought about it. I never thought like, I, I was already doing colleges at that time. So for, for colleges is like 45, but when they, but when you, when you do clean, you, you do have to start peeling back some layers and you have to start like edit, editing down, you know, you're like, all right, I thought that was clean, but I guess it's not as clean. Yeah. And then you go, all right, well, I thought that was clean and I guess it's not that clean. So then all of a sudden your hour or your 45 goes and it goes down to like 20 and then you're like, Oh boy, I'm getting, I'm getting kind of you know neck deep in what I thought was gonna be. Or even if I have it, it's like the best stuff. My best stuff from my heart and my soul. Yeah, is not. Yeah, of course. And 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 what and all of a sudden, what constitutes is not is uh, you can't say well you can't say damn it there. Or you can't say god damn it there. And it's like yeah, but my biggest laugh is on god damn it. Yeah. What if yeah. it's a character where I'm saying god damn it yeah. for that part. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't mean, I'm not someone who's like, oh, thinking consciously like, oh, let me, I'm taking the Lord's name in vain. It's just, it's for, it's for, I think he'll, I think God will be fine with servicing the joke the best way you can. Um, but with, but when I did AGT, uh, they were like, I, yeah, I just, I, I never thought about how much time I, I had to submit or how much I, you know, yeah. I was always just about like, uh, if I get to the next round, that'll be cool. And, and then I got to the end, like the very, very end. And then I was like, I want to win. Yeah. And then, sure. Yeah. There's like that when you, shift when you of get like, there, I'm so glad like, to be here to, oh my yeah, God, yeah. see it. Yeah. You start to look at people in the, in the, in the competition you're like, I could take, I could take you out. Yeah. When you... When you applied, how long, how old were you when you applied? Uh, I was, I was 23. I just did like the open casting call. I was 20, 20, So you only into stand up three years if I'm, yeah. if I got that correct? Wow. Yeah. I now realize just in hindsight how lucky that was. Like so many, so many stand up peers of mine, they're just like, yeah, I didn't get on TV till you know, five or seven years or whatever. Mm-hmm. I know there were other comics on the, on the show who they've been doing it for a long time. So, yeah. but I think like that was, um, you know, I, it wasn't like I just like kind of lucked into it. I, I busted my ass as well. The year before that I did, uh, so two years before that I did 101 different stages. I just wanted to perform different places. 
places. Yeah. And then the next year, I just I was I was all about setting quantitative goals for myself. So I ended up doing um, five hundred uh, sets. I, I did five. I, I set five hundred as my goal, and I did like five hundred and ninety. So I went up like every night two or three times. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like Samuel Bay level of like just silly. Yeah, silly stuff. Just Bay. getting yeah, just getting comfortable in every environment. Yeah. And so you know, I talked to Tony Baker, and Tony Baker was like, I I I got on stand. I got on TV after I did five hundred shows, and it's not like it's it's not like it's it's not like it's it's almost more of like a byproduct. It's not like a logical step. Like, oh, I did 500 sets. Where's my where's my TV appearance? It's not how that works. It's just getting so comfortable in every environment. That's how. Um, that's I think it was just a byproduct of it. Were you born in Los Angeles? No, no, I was born in Indiana, and then I I lived in Vegas for uh, about 10 years or so. How was that? I, I've had I only <laughs> did one week in Vegas. Almost ended my relationship. It was so so brutal. Yeah, I think bad. it was both of us. It you, brought out were you the both worst. There or you were in different. Places? I, I was doing. Uh, she she came. I was doing the uh, the Comedy Cellar Vegas Room, which were good shows. But every part of Vegas hmm. felt like it was trying to scam me. There's a sadness to Vegas. There's a sadness. Just yeah, like, nobody's talking about it. Cooked in there. Yeah, you know. Uh, but a- I but I was in like. But it, it's also like I could be saying like, yeah, I went to New York. I was in Times Square for a week. That place. Sucks. No, so many for Elmos. Sure, for sure. There's too many Elmos in but New you're York. Like, but it is like, it doesn't feel like a place where even if you spent like a week, you would naturally find yourself, I don't know, going out to the desert. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what, it, like, what, like <laughs> I don't know what else is really there. Like, no you, offense you to me. Go to the, the desert, desert this weekend? You know, yeah. like, I don't know. I'm sure there are things to find. I went to an, like an, an NFT music <laughs> artist celebration oh, no. and I was like, I was like, wow, oh, this no. is the last thing I want to do on every level. Yeah. I didn't, I, I don't, I see Vegas differently than every, every other comedian or every yeah. other person, you know, the allure of it is taken out of it for me, but it's also where I spent a big part of my life. So I have just like a different appreciation for it. Were you going to casinos as a kid? Yeah. Yeah. Because all the, like in the casinos, there are all these things that are kid appropriate. Like they've got like bowling alleys and movies and stuff, but you have to go through the casino in order to get to it. Mm. So it's like you have to like dodge like oxygen tank cords. Like you got to do all kinds of oh, you know, just that's your version stuff. of Chuck E. Cheese instead of going through a ropes course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like here comes this motorized scooter. Yeah, it never hit it. Yeah, you're yeah. getting on a skateboard, yeah. just going behind someone at three <laughs> miles per hour. I mean, yeah, so you have to go through, like, if you want to meet up with your friends and you want to do bowling or you want to do, uh, you know, the movies or you want to do, like, ice, uh, not ice, uh, roller rink, whatever, like, they have those in the casinos. So, and they even is have, like, daycares. Or yeah, is yeah, it- yeah. And they even have, like, I mean, it's not necessarily four kids, but it's just, like, if you, you can't just, like, go to a bowling alley in Vegas. They're, yeah. they're all in casinos. All casino. Yeah, you can't, and, and you could go to the movies in theory, but most of them are in casinos and they do that for a reason i mean and they have daycares that are also at these casinos as well so like parents can just drop you off at these daycares in the casinos and then go daycare. gamble did you see people growing up did you see people with the people in your life that you were like oh they're they're gambling at? like is that yeah. a, a big yeah. thing in in yeah. for people there yeah my parents ran a air conditioning company out uh-huh. there and there were employees who either wives had to come their significant others had to come in to, to collect their check or they would ask for they would ask their check to be mailed like they couldn't get their physical check from my parents or my parents' boss, uh, so they had to have it mailed. Some some employees they would ask for half of their check in cash, and oh, I think there's no. a thing. Yeah, I think there's a thing where that's why you can go anywhere. You can go cash it's your too check. Much. You can cash your check at the casinos. You can cash your check. You can take your that's check from 
FedEx and go to the thing and go here. I here like casino. this. There you go. They should test if you're if you're a parent there. Like a little like sting operation. Like at the daycare, they go like you could give us the kid for five hundred yeah. bucks and chips. Yeah. And then if you say yes, they take the kid away yeah, yeah, and everything yeah. works out. I. But is that? I mean. It, does that sadness permeate the air of Vegas? Yeah. That there's a lot of addicts there? Yeah, it's sad. It's sad, but it's just like, it's... It's um, like growing up in a bar or something. Uh, yeah, it's just a big bar. I mean, it is, to yeah. a degree. Every every casino, every kid's... Chuck E. Cheese, there's, they're not serving alcohol, I don't think. Yeah. But a casino, yeah. they are. Well, Chuck E. Cheese... They got the knockoffs of Chuck E. Cheese out there. Where it's like... Yeah. It's like Peter... Pink, the pinkies or whatever, and it's like they, uh-huh. they, they serve alcohol for sure. Alcohol, and it's it's all about gambling. Like so much of their thing is f- funded by tourism, and by tourism that that usually gets translated into like gambling. That's yeah. where, like it's like that's why the comedy shows in Vegas are only an hour long. No show is allowed to be longer than an hour. And, 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 and a half. Like, I know that there's so, like, at least like the, like, I'm like, fine with that rule, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, me too. Sure. Yeah, me too. Dear God, dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that rule can stay everywhere. Vegas no just gave show. us one big light. Yeah. yeah. God. Yeah. I mean, in magic shows, they're that way. They're all an hour. So they're, they're designed to get, to get everybody back into the casinos because yeah. so much, I can't, I can't even remember the percentage, but so much of that city and where, where its income is. Hey, coming but you from. feel it in the, in the shows, like, I, I like magic and I was excited to see magic and they were just some of the least inspired shows. Yeah. They were so, so in and out. So, so like this has to appeal to people who can't speak English and four year olds yeah. and people about to die yeah. mid show. Yeah. I saw a topless review of, but they were vampires when I was there. Uh-huh. I think it was called bear or something like that, <laughs> but maybe not, but, uh, <laughs> but they were vampires but they were topless and <laughs> I, you know, yeah, it was something. What did they, what did they I do? Don't know what I expected. Was that it? Yeah. They showed yeah. their teeth and their titties and got out of there. I mean, there was high class a little bit, you know, there was not like, it was not like a, it was not that, you know, honestly, I think we thought there was going to be more, but, uh-huh. uh, but you know, but they had some, how could there value. be more? They took everything. I don't know. Vampires. Um, boobs. But again, it was this thing of like, you're sat there being like, I don't know what I thought I wanted out of this, but I wanted something <laughs> either. Like more like a strip show or higher, like more like they they want to be like it's a good production. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was neither really of those things. How old uh, were you when you went for this? Uh, I was gonna make a joke. No, I was uh twenty one, twenty two. You know, yeah. I feel in Vegas just the like we're here to make money. Everyone, we're here to make money and yeah. get out what, what we yeah. can. And I felt it. I don't know. Yeah. And there was something about going to the Starbucks and the, the latte was $9 See, and then the Wi-Fi cost money. And I just mm. said, fuck it, you guys. Oh, the, the omelet was $35 and it was the worst omelet I've ever tasted yeah. in my life. See, yeah. I feel similar. Uh, not we're here to make money, but when I, like sometimes when you go to, like when I go to LA, I have the feeling of like, we're all here trying to like, yeah. Do showbiz sometimes. Yeah. And you're in a coffee shop and you see people and they're on their computers and you, or you're in a hotel lobby and you see business meetings happen. And I, what I, the only thing I'm like, that's better to me than like the Vegas feeling of the sadness and blah, blah, blah. But there is also something that makes me be like, oh, what I like about New York is that people are doing all sorts of things that yeah. are unrelated yeah, yeah. to what I do. And that makes me feel more anonymous yeah. than feeling like uh, you're competing or you're, I don't know how yeah. to describe it. No, no, no. Los Angeles feels like... But I'm also going to the very, like, oh, if I'm going there, I'm staying in a hotel and blah, blah, blah. I'm not, like, living in a residential neighborhood in LA, you know? Yeah, Los Angeles, it feels like they're extras in their own... <laughs> 
Like they're doing background work yeah. version of. Uh huh. Do you know what I'm saying? Like where it's yeah. loud. You go to every on laptop screen, it's empty. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like the conversations yeah. that I mean is like like they're. Yeah, like, you're not allowed you, you to go talk. Closer, like yeah. watermelon, watermelon, yeah, watermelon. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like from far away, it's like, oh, and I'm I'm doing a pitch with MGM, and you know, and then you come in closer, and it's like, yeah, watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. Yeah. I had uh, so funny a friend who moved to LA, and the first thing they told me, they called and they said, <laughs> I just took a shit in Steven Spielberg's house, <laughs> and to me, that encapsulated what LA was. Was <laughs> like you were so close to this great piece of art. But all you're doing is <laughs> taking, taking a shit. A shit. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's how I view it. Yeah. So so yeah. we've shit on both your homes, basically. That's fine. Uh, I lived in Indiana. I still like LA. But was Vegas, was it, like, did you get any crazy adventures? I mean, it's it's kind of a place that a kid could wind up seeing a vampire topless at eight. Yeah. Uh, I think I was pretty desensitized by the time I was like 14 or 15 by, you know, just by it. Like they got billboards with like naked ladies and just, you know, there's just, there's things, there's things that when you get there as like a nine year old, it is, it's uh, like, I remember when I, I remember when I lost my virginity the girl was like, like obviously the girl got naked, and I was like, yeah, but <laughs> good, sir, good. But who are you? You know, what I'm yeah. <laughs> You're like I've seen the billboards. I know yeah, the clothes yeah. have to come off. I, well, that yeah. was just like I was like, this is nice, but who are you? You know, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> I've seen nudity. This does nothing. Yeah. Did you do comedy there at all, or no? No, no, no. I started. I started comedy in. Uh, I started comedy in 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 Los Angeles, okay. and I never wanted to do comedy. I was I was similar to Gianmarco. I did I did theater and acting, and that was my whole thing. In like high school, I, you were a theater kid. Yeah, yeah. Middle school and high school, I went to performing arts schools. Um, were they good in Vegas? Were yeah, they? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. It was. What uh, were some of your roles? Big roles. Um, I did. Uh, we did. We did Sweeney Todd. We did. Uh, were you in Sweeney West Todd? Side. Um. Oh, I wasn't in Sweeney, but oh. we, our school our school did it. But for some of the shots, some of the roles I did, I did. We did. Uh, I was Riff and West Side Story. I hate West Side Story. Uh, sorry, what? I know that's controversial what? to say. What about it? I don't like. I don't like music that goes outside the key. It's like we pick a key for a reason. Why are you going outside of it? It's so traditionalist. It's, yeah, it's so weird. It's like alt comedy where it's like, all right, yeah, but you can only do that for so occasionally do that. But Leonard Bernstein's like, what if the whole song is that? And you're like, that's where, that's the most like, why do we have the key then? Why do we have a score? What's the difference? between why you wrote something and how I could anyway um <laughs> so I Leonard was Burns so, that's yeah so I did well let's see I did we did riff I did Miss Saigon I was uh I was an, I was an like an army dude yeah okay. we did but these are all the musicals we did we did um we did like uh dearly departed we did um uh Spitfire Grill we did cats god I hated cats I cats. hate cats you, thought, wow. you think you think I hated well, Leonard Bernstein I hate T.S. Eliot for cats and Miss Saigon Andrew. you have a helicopter coming? yeah we did Wow. Yeah, we did. They was actually it, they had sets from they had sets from New York that the they that they that like they the, bust wow. in to to come do some. Jesus of this. Christ! Yeah, it was wow. big. There was a, they had a PAC that was thirteen hundred, and then a newer theater that was like it sat eight hundred. Thirteen hundred for high school theater. Yeah, How big bro. was your high school? I don't. 
I don't remember how many kids, yeah. but it was it was it was all performing arts. Like everybody, like Holy people shit. had to like That's audition. Insane. Yeah, people had yeah. to like audition to get in and shit like that. Um, and then we did some, and then obviously we did some Shakespeare stuff. It's so weird that I'm that like there's all these mainstream shows are the ones that are coming to mind. But we did, you know, we did El- Edward Albee plays. We did uh, Martin McDonough stuff. Did you do an Edward Albee play? Yeah, we did Virginia. Oh, you did. Yeah. Were you, were you the uh, younger were you guy or the? I wasn't. I wasn't oh. like I stage managed that one. Yeah. But oh yeah. Like they have us. They have you do when you're freshman they have you like stage manage a show like yeah. you can't just get into a show you sure. have to like stage manage and humble yourself or not even stage manage but tech a show yeah. um so but i was like i mean it, that was like for me i did summer school i did pe so i did pe during the summertime so i could take additional like um uh classes uh like different like minor and something else so i didn't have to take pe during the actual school year and when i took summer school for pe i just read neil simon plays like i literally was just flipping through yeah. the shit like i love plays like i honestly, i love reading plays i yeah. i kind of i kind of fell off it but there was a time that yeah. i read plays it, it was just, kind of it was a lot of money to pay 10 dollars and then you read it and and then be like, hour. you're not gonna read it again. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. But like, I love that. Like, I love like Neil Neil Labute. Like, I love dream I just, play role. What's dream play role? Um, I well, I did it. I did. Uh, I did. We did the Pillow Man. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. fuck, I can't remember. We the did kid's an exercise and acting class for the Pillow Man. You record. We recorded the lines, and then we had to acted out lip syncing to the lines that we recorded oh, God. Yeah. one of those exercises where it's like Fuck hey off. let's just do this yeah. yeah this maybe this does something to you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and i just i don't like i don't particularly enjoy the vanity of theater or the vanity of acting like i'm very i'm very introverted and i i think like theater kids are very like they're you know obviously they're over the top but i but the 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 writing component the 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 performance component like i enjoyed all of that um and so uh, like a stand up was always something that was like in the periphery and 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 I, and I enjoyed it but it was never something that i uh wanted to do or wanted to pursue i i i when i moved out to la i was on a softball team and i had a i had a injury because of that and that fucked with my motor skills so so when you moved to los angeles you went to college no, no, I knocked out my first year of college in high school uh, so I could take a year off in L.A. I was like, I'll, 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 get, I'll do all these AP classes in high school so I don't have to go to college for one year, show my parents that I'll move out when I'm 18 and I'll see what I can do in a year. And then in the year that I was there, I had a manager, I had uh, an agent, and I was, I was uh, getting callbacks and booking stuff with like Disney and shit like that. Was that, that because of the, the high school, the pedigree of the high school? Or did, how did you get in front of all yeah, these people? Yeah, no, that... That, that 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 had nothing to do with it. The high school was just—I don't think that carried as as far as like any merit or any credibility. Yeah, I just think you just get your foundation through that. Um, and so you're doing baseball as the, just a softball, fun softball. Softball. It was a softball league that I worked at a comedy club out there in L.A. Flappers. They had yeah. They had a uh, pickup softball team that they did every week. I worked Shit, the door I didn't know it was there. The Flappers team. I worked the door there and they, uh, yeah, it was just, it was just like a, like it was a perfect job because it was like, I have my night, I have my days free to audition, do gigs. And then at night I just get to be around comics. You know, it's like, I get to be around funny. It's, it's in, it's, it's like, uh, it's, uh, it's like next to it. You know what I mean? Who are the the older legends stopping by at that time? Was Jay Leno still going there? Jay Leno wasn't quite there yet, but they had like, I'm trying to think like they had like Jimmy Dore. They had a lot of Paul. Re- they had Paul Reiser stopping in quite yeah. a bit. Um, I'm trying to think who else was in the Burbank area that would kind of just drop down. Um, 
but it was a lot of like it was just it was starting up. It's not like it wasn't like super established. And I, when I started working sure. there, it was like just a few months after it opened. So it was just kind of. But you, it, what, lucky. you were acting. You were acting, and you just did that because it was part of. Yeah, the I just world. did it. I saw the night job. I was like, it's a perfect night job, and like, there's there's just there's comics around. I did stand up two times before my injury, and I was te- I bombed terribly. I didn't I didn't just I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know like what to really do, and um, so I just it just didn't it just didn't really go well. And I think like something that stand up stand up is like making fun. You know, we make fun of ourselves, or we at least find a way to like humanize ourselves and in, in, in doing it. And I, I just I think that. That, that part was missing for me when I first tried it. So when when you had when the injury happened, you were twenty, mm-hmm. and what was your thought process? Would you mind just what happened exactly? Yeah, yeah, was- yeah. So I had a, I had a so I, I had a grounder hit me in the throat. I was playing shortstop, and uh, it took a bad hop. And what's crazy about softball is like you can just you're set up to sm- you're set up to succeed when it comes when it comes to you to bat like. You just un- we underhand it to each other yeah. at like such a close to it's point blank range that yeah. we're just hand. It's yeah. like I might as well just hand like hold my hand <laughs> and have you hit yeah. it off my hand, yeah. you know. And it's bright, it's yellow, yeah. it's bigger. You can't you can't miss it. And you know, I hit me it hit me in the throat and I fell and I hit my head. I initially thought that, uh, and so did the doctors thought that by me having a vocal contusion that that was something that messed with my speech. But it was actually the the by my hit, by hitting, me hitting my head, I had a traumatic brain injury. So and two, I never there's healed two it. things that happened. First, yeah. this hit yeah. and a vocal contusion. Vocal contusion. What yeah, is that? Bruise. It's just bruising. It's just bruising on your. Just I got hit here. Yeah. And then I fell and I hit my head, but I fell backwards, so my head snapped and hit the ground. <sighs> oh. And. So, you didn't go to the hospital. Did, no, did no, no, not that night. At all, or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I was. I mean, I was. But here's the thing: is like I don't remember the rest of that day. I don't remember the injury itself. I don't remember yeah, the. Yeah. I don't remember that day. I um, I, I I just remember being in the hospital at some point, and I but know it wasn't, that you said it wasn't that day. No, so no, you, I went home. You went home. I went home. Did and, people say that you said, "Hey, I'm fine." No one, no people said that I was just a little bit spacey. That's what they told me the next week. They were just like a little, you're a little out of it. Uh, sorry, I almost made a Kevin, uh, Kevin Spacey joke. So glad I didn't. Uh, but they said I was <laughs> driving down the wrong yeah, side. Yeah, Close yeah. Drive guys yeah on the way it was back crazy. The yeah. Dude, softball is wild. Uh, no, I did. Um, they, they they said they said that I was just I wasn't quite myself, but I was still like functional, and so I drove myself home, and I uh, I went home. I went to sleep that night, and then I woke up the next day, and everything was just uh, everything was off. And again, this is all accounts of what has been told to me. I don't remember the yeah. next morning. I don't remember uh, the injury. But eventually, you make it your way to the hospital that day. My roommate drove me to the hospital the next day. Fucking a. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, I, he. I, I, he was pretty shaken up uh, about it, uh, for, as, as he told me. I mean, he was like, he was calling my mom, and like, it, it was a whole thing. And then my mom flew out from Vegas. Were you friends with me. your roommate, or yeah. was it like, okay? Yeah. Because yeah, I've had a roommate situation where, like, it would not be I ideal were, if no, they had to. Like, I, well, I told you, it was, I, I, I came home one night, and my roommate was like, I thought he was asleep on the couch, and he drank. So I yeah. thought he was just asleep, but sitting, and they got up. He's like, and I, it's two in the morning. Yeah. And I was like, do you want help? And he's like, and 
I have no idea what it was, but all of a sudden I called 911. 10 police officers came. I'm reenacting what he said to me for all of them. And yeah. and and he they asked him a thousand times, do you do any drugs? I think looking back, he was on shrooms or something. Uh-huh. He was on some uh-huh. kind of hallucinogen. But the next day he he kept he swore to me to the day he moved out that he wasn't that on nothing anything. happened and that nothing had happened. Yeah. Was it like sleep talk like sleep talking? Yeah. It's what, I, 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 but I, my girlfriend has night terrors. Like there was nothing. He he seemed wide awake, and mm-hmm. as if like as if he had a stroke or no all that came up. No throw up in his mouth. No, no throw like- up in his mouth, and he actually just won America's Got Talent. He's an incredible <laughs> stand-up comedian. But I, I had a roommate one time that uh, again not friends with. So you know, yeah, and they had gone to the hospital because they had had the flu and it had been bad enough that they were, and they called and they were like, you, you haven't checked in on me at all about this. And I was like, I'm not your friend. Like, I was like, it was one of those things where I was like, I knew that they had gone to the hospital. Yeah. But then I was like, I made sure that they could get to the hospital. I was like, I felt like I was done. Do you know what I mean? But it was like, it hurt their feelings that I hadn't checked in. And sure. And, um, I think they were wrong still. Cause we don't talk anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like I was like, I, I made, I wasn't like, I was like, they were like, Desperate for a ride, and I didn't give them one. It was a weird situation yeah, yeah, yeah. where they wanted. How long more. were your roommates? A year. Like it was in college. It was like oh, that's you know, a pretty long time. But saying. it was multiple roommates. It was a house with like a lot of roommates. Do you know what I mean? It oh. wasn't just me and this other person. It was multiple. There was like six or seven of us. So it was a, a little like. But I was the reliable kind of responsible. Like do you roommates know I mean? are a confusing thing. Yeah, no, it's it an is. emotionally confusing it is. thing. It is. I'm the yeah. responsible one, so I can't. I can't. Yes, it's yes. not a good thing. It's a, yeah. if you're the responsible one, you're in trouble. You yeah. get you're at the. Your it's together. your yeah. It's everything. Every uh, well, you'll deal with it. You'll yeah. deal with it. And yeah. it's, I can't. I can't handle that. Yeah. That's too much responsibility. It's not. It's just not. It's it's injustice. I can't mm-hmm. deal with that. You deal with your like dishes. I made a thing. I'm organized enough to be like I'm Mondays. You're you're Tuesdays and yeah. Follow the thing and they're like yeah well. So that's the problem. I, the, my my wife is she's my she's the best roommate I've ever had. And when I think I think that's the thing is when you find someone who's able to be a I'll marry a dude. I don't give a shit. It's yeah. like it, it <laughs> like if you're accountable, I yeah. love that. Yeah, I don't, I don't care, man. My girlfriend has made me a much better living partner, so but I'm better. worried that I've made her worse. Yeah. Oh no, her tolerance for messiness. There's just one of those days where I looked at her and I was like, this place is filthy. It's all of her shit now. <laughs> oh no! What did I do? Wow! I made her comfortable with mess. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. This won't. I mean, you just break the walls down, or you don't have to break the walls down. The trash will build an up, and you just climb the trash over the. And then there's there's no wall. Right now, my my biggest issue: we have a trash can. It's not a good trash can. I need to buy a new one. We'll never buy a new one. Yeah. It's tough to get the bag in, and you got you got to kind of pinch it. You got to pinch the bag for when you put in, you know, they have the little container within the bigger container. Yeah. You got to pinch the bag. That's the only way to keep the bag to get uh, holding. Yeah. No, I know. And she can't, she can't do it. Mm. She can't do it. Why do you Every time she does the bag, you you just make that your thing. Because once in a while, once in a while, you got to do the other person's thing. Yeah. Once in a while, you got to do the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then she, she does, she says, I can't do it. And that's where I have, that, that's where I struggle. I go, yes, you can. Wait, what do you mean pinch the bag? I just want to understand. You, so like the only way to get the bag to not just fall into the, you have to like pinch it in that little hole. 
No, you, you gotta like tuck it. You gotta tuck the bag oh, around the little container, the bag. and you gotta uh-huh. do it fast because if you if you don't okay. hold it to yeah, the very last it second, it gets quickly. loose. Yeah, I understand. I tuck. Okay, the tuck I'm on, I understand now. And then I throw away a piece of paper. It collapses inside of itself. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And she goes, I can't. <laughs> I go, I, I don't know what to say to that. It, I don't know what to say to that without starting a fight. Like, well, get a new, okay, in the trash if it bothers can? you that much, then get a new fucking garbage can or a new girlfriend. Either one, man. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Which no, one no. you love more? Here's the thing. I know I I've I my trash can is also not it's not regulation. I don't know. The trash bags are not uh it's not regulation. I don't know how I got this trash because you know, if you buy the trash bags, they say this is 34 quarts or whatever. I don't it's so funny that they measure it in quarts like we're pouring milk in our uh-huh. yeah. Um so they have like it's like 34 quarts or whatever and then it, the trash can like the lips of the trash can itself it's just it, it's always you bring it just far enough and then it 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 breaks that part like mm-hmm. break when you want to do the tuck you know what yeah. i mean a little fitted sheet for your own yeah. trash big can enough. same with the sheets just make yeah. it big just i'm fine a with a little, little bit bigger I'm, make them everything yeah, yeah. a little bit bigger just a little bit 100 bit. gallons yeah. whatever that means yeah um I'm curious, since this is the downside, when when you remember being in the hospital, mm. was was your stutter there right away? Yeah, it was. It was. I have videos of I think when I was in the hospital, and then shortly after my speech, I can't. I almost can't even recreate it. It's like it wasn't even a stutter. It was. It was just like there was vocal it's like vocal staccato it was just i realize that sounds like stuttering it was like it was so bad on my vocal it was so bad like when you talk about nodes immediately i was like oh because i've had vocal polyps Mm -hmm. um Uh and and just just the misuse of these glottal attacks that i had uh, on my uh on my vocal area is just constant stress constant when you have the stutter in, in in your brain, is it smooth? And then you're just like, it's coming out yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, I, here's the thing. I've, I've stuttered for so long. And I think the demand of what we do all the time is to say the perfect thing with the exact right yeah. intonation and the, the fewest words possible. And so it's almost like when I'm having a conversation, I'm thinking of two ways to say one thing. So it's like, it's like, it's like, it's, al- it's almost like trains. It's like, I'm on this train, mm-hmm. but at any moment that one could, that one could succeed. I, like, it's just, yeah. it's just, and so it may, what would I miss genuinely what I miss is not being present in conversations. And I don't want that to sound like foo-foo-y. Uh, it's, yeah. just, no, I, no. I, it's just, it's like, we, we already all struggle with that anyway. Yeah. Like things are so busy. You're so like, ah, sure. I just this, but, but for me. I just, it's even more because it's like, it's like, it's, it's almost like I'm the, I'm like the person who's in the corner watching the You're scene. You're performing. Yeah. It's like, I'm, yeah, it's not, it's like, it's like I'm directing more than I'm performing. It's like, mm. I'm watching the scene rather than just being in the, mo- like, you know what I mean? If, if we're talking about that as a metaphor, it's like, I'm watching it happen. Yeah. So I don't actually get to experience the fullness necessarily of what someone else is saying. And I know like I give people credit uh, by listening and, and, and paying attention to everything that 
that they say so I remember details. But at the same time, my brain is just going 100 miles a minute because it's like, uh, well, what happens if you get stuck here? Then you have to be able to come up with a quick detour and another way to be able to say that same thing. Yeah. And that's a common that's a common tool that a lot of people who stutter use. It's just, you know, it's only been recently through so many remedial therapies uh, that I've been able to articulate it close to the speed at which I think it. Yeah. Yeah. When it kind of set in that you had this stutter, were you, did you go through the, the stages of grief and that you thought maybe this will go away? Yeah. Maybe this is temporary. Mm. When did it, when did you go, oh, the career path that I thought I would have becoming a TV actor, movie star, mm. whatever the dreams were. Like, was there a, a depression point? I mean, you seem like an ambitious person, mm. whether it's coming in with, with your with your business. I mean, you, you are counting your shows. Like I, you know, game recognize game. <laughs> and and That's all I want is Jim Marco saying game recognize game. game. Yeah. Or or just insanity it recognizing does. insanity. <laughs> yeah. But but it does. <laughs> but like was there was there a dip or were you like, okay, now I'm a stand-up comedian. What was that depression, that downtime? Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think more than anything, my superpower, if I could advocate for myself, which I rarely do, is my drive. Yeah. So when I, it, it, it's the idea that you can only you can only I don't I don't like to term the term waddle because it has just such a neg- it's not it's not the term it's not something that I do for very long but for those stages of grief after I lost after I got dropped by my manager dropped by my agent was it right away did you go like it was I had hello and they were like is that a stutter bye yeah no it wasn't like that it wasn't like that but it was like it was it was pretty shortly after because I missed I had appointments the next week I had callbacks and final callbacks and like CD meetings, uh, 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 workshops. I had shit like lined up. So it's yeah. just, and the momentum of that year was just starting to like, I mean, I was just, I don't know. I don't know how. I mean, it was just, I was just, I was just in, I was just in it. And I was so excited to get to doing more of it. And when it happened and I started to realize that things were like opportunities and all these doors were closing, uh, it, it, I think that's why the 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 nature is the nature of my injury goes is so counteractive or so counter uh, counter counter believed, I guess is the word I would use is like, it's just like, why would someone who stutters go in front of an audience of people and, 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 and talk, you know what I mean? You think someone who stutters, their biggest thing is speaking in front of a group room of people, but that's been something I've been doing my whole life. And so I, I I don't, I don't, that doesn't, that sometimes has an effect, but it rarely does. It's just, it has everything to do with, um, you know, uh, for me, it was just this figuring out the 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 physiological component and how that and how that damaged uh, um, the 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 brain the brain the pathways that I needed to use to try and get my like system back up and running for how I connecting my brain to my speech again. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was just the physiological component of trying to tackle that rather than being like, ah, oh no, I'm in a, I'm in a room full of people. When in actuality, that's where I feel like I'm most comfortable. I think you could probably understand that too. Sure. Yeah. But when you, how long from injury to going, it was your first stand-up set? Uh, maybe a month later. I, I mean, that's, I did. Wow, that's really that's very, short. Yeah. That's very yeah. 
but I pivoting yeah it is well, I mean well, that's how I can't I'm so impatient like I said I'm yeah. so and and it's like uh I had I had so many com like I worked the door there I worked the door at yeah, the, yeah, at, yeah. at flappers so I had so many comics who were like dude you got to talk about this. Like you have to talk about this. And I remember I had written some things on on a on a napkin when I was That's in the hospital. That's comics. They're like, oh, I got a, I got hit. I'm yeah. stuttering now, Go, dude. dude yeah. That opener is gonna be yeah. sick. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it wasn't it wasn't something that I was super. I just wasn't super familiar with it. And I remember the first set that I I did. It it was at an open mic. It was in front of comics, and it wasn't like a good set like it wasn't like whoa like you know it wasn't a good set but it was impactful so it felt like it wasn't like i impacted them it was just it felt like it had meaning it felt like they it felt like they understood what was going on so many comics already heard about what had happened sure who went there and so they understood you know it was yeah. just like it was just like I I understand the sentiment of what he's saying even though you know he's just making these little you know, these what was your jokes. first joke about it uh, the first joke that I had, I think, was uh, when I went to the doctor. I was uh, when I w- or, yeah, I was in the waiting room, and there was a guy who said, uh, "Why are you talking that way? Are you retarded or something?" Um, assholes can be such doctors sometimes. That's what it was, uh-huh. you know. And so, like, it. But these were all short jokes because word yeah. economy is like so important. And that yeah. to me is like that to me is like that's something I'm so thankful for about my injury is it taught me just you have to edit it down to like the final two words, the final word, the whole, the last two words, one word can change the whole context of the sentence if you just change it. So you know, it would be like these little short little like one liners because my speech was just so. So, you know, when you felt anxiety or we we had someone on uh, Benny Feldman who has uh, Tourette's syndrome and and I believe he was talking about when he feels stressed, sometimes it it makes his uh, tics happen more frequently. Mm. Was there any time in the beginning, like does anxiety make it worse? Yeah. Were there any shows where it was like you were so stressed that, I mean, it yeah. just feels like one of those, the the more stressed, mm-hmm. the more you stutter, the more stressed you are, and it just could like collapse yeah. into not saying anything yeah. for a minute. Yeah, and, 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 and uh, I've had shows where, I've had bad shows. Like I've had, I've had bad shows where it, where it just, I, I tried, like I remember I, there was a show that I did a few years ago, which this was like 2019, and um, 2019 was sort of like, the last year where my my speech was starting to get just so much better. You know, the pandemic really helped because we just had so much time to just just focus on ourselves and we all kind of went into our own projects or dived into ourselves. And 2019, I was doing Tacoma. Mm -hmm. I was doing Tacoma, Spokane or Tacoma, Spokane. Spokane. I was doing Spokane and we were, I was just on a walk with my wife and we, I, I just remember, I don't, I don't know what happened, but I just could not, I couldn't, I just couldn't go on. Like I, I remember looking over at her. I was just like, I just can't, I can't talk. I'm just stuttering so much. And I went on stage, both shows that night. I, it was just, it was like 2000, it was like, two, it, the, the year was 2019, but it felt like it was like 2013, 2012, like early, early injury wow. all over again. It was wow. just, it was so humiliating. It was just, I, and the audience was like understanding, but I, I could just feel and I don't know what it was, man. I have no yeah. idea what it was. I, I felt so, and I just get so like I'm so controlling. Like I'm, I, I like to have control. I like to be in control. So I, uh, the fact that and a stutter goes against the very nature of that. You know, it's yeah. just it's something that's like 
you want so badly to be able to control something and then by doing that just like we were talking about it 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 exacerbates the issue it makes yeah. it more inflammatory and so that's been the lesson that i've had to learn is it, it sounds cheesy again to say like in letting go but it's like when the less you almost think about it the better it is so it's just this weird sort of um it's like this extra dimension to to that, that you have to almost operate in where it's like you can't think about it too much, but you have to yeah, be yeah. aware that it's a part of your p- p- past. Yeah, and I imagine it's a unique experience too because I have a friend who developed stutter like later on in life. Yeah, and, it's so rare. And it's so rare. And, and also to be like, this wasn't something I had to deal with for mm. so long. Like you're yeah. like, so to have to like reorient, like, and you know, and now it's like similar to you, a lot of therapy, a lot of things to, to, it's barely a thing now, mm. but sometimes it with anxiety or if you are a little drunk, like it comes, comes out. And so, yeah. so it's just a, you, such a unique experience to not have it be a mm. thing and then be like, wait, this wasn't a thing. Why is this a thing now? You know, yeah. to like, when was the, uh, to, to today, Junior, what was that from? That I think was, Sandler. yeah, yeah, I think it's. Did Bill, he have a stutter or was B- he just Billy nervous Madison. in it? No, I think some kid in the aud- in the, sh- in the audience, stutter. in the in the a classroom. Kid had a stutter. Yeah. yeah. I just remember a certain age range where like that was a thing people said. Yeah. I feel like there's been a, I've always thought it was probably an interesting challenge for Saturday Night Live when they show Joe Biden and they're trying to comedically make fun of someone. Yeah. And I feel like they don't touch the stutter at all. I felt like there just came at some point where people making fun of stuttering or making any jokes about yeah. it became yeah. It feels very totally 90s. taboo. It, it was very 90s that making fun of a stutter or something like that where you're like Really you did it last year. Oh, shut the fuck up. When, when <laughs> but it is shocking when you watch some of the content from I was watching step by step recently. Uh-huh. And shocking things that in the 90s we all were like yeah yeah we like that and you're like it's so mean. and it wasn't it was like it's it was in so that same mean. area of like it's a it's a man you know what i mean yeah. like it, it was there was a yeah, documentary yeah. about uh, uh trans people in show business and they show that scene from ace ventura yeah oh yeah and it's like where he kisses uh, uh, a yeah, trans yeah. woman and then has a three uh, minutes of vomiting just, yeah. and yeah. brushing teeth. Yeah. And it's just like, wow. Well, and that, that itself is terrible, but it's one, it's almost Family Guy-esque where it goes on for so long where you're like, okay, the thing itself <laughs> is not funny, yeah. but the fact that they committed to that is, 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 is yeah. what's so yeah, silly and, about that. And what's so funny too is like in the 90s, you're like, it's like asking the audience to identify with like the person that's being mean. And a lot of times it's like, it's like, again, step by step. It's like Suzanne Summers, this beautiful woman. You know, you're like, that's not any of us. No. Exactly. I mean? it's like It's like the, in the 90s, the people who were making that TV were like, this is us. And you're like, but it's not us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. the fuck do you think you are that it's us? Yeah. That's what makes friends more painful because they make, they make so many fat jokes yeah. and they're all... They're all hot. Yeah, They're yeah, all yeah, like yeah. thin, yeah, hot yeah. people. Well, that, You're like, in the, in the, why are you so mean? The thing I was referencing in the step-by-step, it's literally Suzanne Summers, who's beautiful. Uh-huh. She's on a double date with her and her husband. They're both beautiful. And her fat, homely, 
sister whose only thing is that she's horny and lonely all the time. That's her only mm-hmm. thing on the show. They wrote her after the first season. So she's in the show. She never gets a date and she's finally gotten a date and he loves her. He's a nerd. He loves her and they're just into each other and they just have questions and they're talking and they're like, Oh, like these two hot people can't stand to be on this Jeez, double date for 10 terrible. minutes. Yeah. And, you're, and we're being asked to laugh at all the things. And you're like, what about th- this? Is so rude. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. They, they came over to your house for a dinner. Just be fucking polite for ten minutes. And they're trying to make excuses how to get out of it. And I'm like, your sister never has a date. It's just so. This mean. is real terrible. Just like like the the unusual people are bad. Yeah, where that's like the whole narrative. Where yeah. it's normally the other way around. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. And uh, and going back to like the Joe Joe Biden thing. Like when I hear a Joe Biden, because there's so many Joe Biden jokes right now. I mean, and yeah. I get it. Uh, I don't like. There's there, it's rare that someone will say a joke about a stutter or someone that they experienced who had a stutter. Like I've heard comics tell jokes about a time that they met someone who had a stutter or whatever. To me, if it's funny, it's, it's funny. I, I don't get if I don't get upset by it or offended by it, but there is a part of me that almost like, regardless of what, however you feel about politics or politically, like Joe Biden's had a stutter for years. Yeah. And so there's people who don't know that. You know, and there's people who don't, there's people who don't know a lot of people who did. And I do because I, I, I just, I, I pay attention to that thing. And then, and the, people might not be aware of where people came from, you know, mm-hmm. like, but you know, Paul Rudd, Ed Sheeran, like these are all people who stuttered and you would have, oh, you, I didn't would, know that. Yeah, you, yeah. Have, you, you would have, you would have no idea. And it's like, it's, it makes you more sensitive to, I'm not sensitive in the way of like, whatever, if, even if a joke's bad, it doesn't like, it's not going to, you know, whatever, it's not going to uh, upset me or offend me, but it, it is just such a thing that's like, um, I, I'm just hyper, I'm hyper aware, uh, of, of stuff like that, especially with, you know, regardless of how you feel about him politically or how you feel about him cognitively, you know, that's something he battled with for a long yeah. time. Um, did you have a service dog for a period yeah, of your life? I had a, her name was Stella. She uh, she passed away last year. Sorry. Um, no, that's all right. She 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 was a, she was a big part of my life. We did, we 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 uh I I had a dog in 2000, you know, I got her in 2012 and uh and she, uh, we did, we did a show for a really long time where I did, I did weekly vlogs with her and I would just kind of vlog and then she would sit next to me in the chair, like perfectly still. And she had like captions over her head and we actually built a lot of our online presence, um, because of her, you know, it was like after America's got talent, yeah. like it, you're just done. Like, you don't, you don't, they don't, they don't, they teach, they might teach you how to introduce you to a career, but it's up to you to like sustain it afterwards, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I was trying to find a way to like do a thing that I, that I loved or around something that I loved while also trying to generate content. And so she was what was the service dog for? What, what did you so need? A service she was dog trained for? in, uh, she was trained in respiratory and onset breathing. And I would have, I would have a lot of, um, I would have a lot of like, uh, pa- pa- panic attacks basically. I would after have uh, this thing. Or you yeah, yeah, interesting. yeah. After I had to like, I mean, I just, there's a lot of, uh, I didn't, I didn't go to therapy. I didn't go to like, I, I didn't go to like any neurologists. I, I didn't. I didn't see anybody who, who really tried to like. Uh, well, I didn't like. It was my fault. I didn't actively try and um, rehabilitate or deal with any of those feelings and through those stages of grief that I had. Yeah. And I felt um, when I got Stella, you know, I, there would be moments where I. Uh, I was in like a, I was in like a, I was in like a crowded place or I was, I was in an area where I just didn't feel, uh, 
welcome or I didn't feel like I belong. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, I, 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 there's just still feelings that I, uh, had, there was still feel, there was just feelings that I had that I just weren't addressed. And, mm-hmm. um, I would let she, I would lay down on the ground and then she would just lay on top of me until I felt better. Yeah. And it was either that or I had to be near a bath near a bath near a bath in order to in order to like in order to calm down and if you're not near a bath what do you mean near a bath why a bath i had, I had to, that Something was the only thing that i had to, that was the only thing that had to call me to, to take a bath yeah to take to, yeah to take one yeah as wow. opposed to what give a bath or yeah like no no i didn't i just didn't like but it takes a long time to fill a bath i mean are you wait yeah. you're no, like no, come no. on let's go with the water well, no you, right away you, right you away when you get one right away yeah you fill, your, your, fill it all the way up and then get in you're saying you sit down you let it you let i it let ride. it right oh, yeah i let too. the water right so underneath me dude and right also i identify me. with the calming thing because when i was panicking before the vaccine I, I got covid in november 2020 and uh you know we were freaked out you're like oh like you know and the the thing that i did every day like for the two week period was I took like five or six baths a day. Cause I was like, it was something about it that was like calming and like, yeah, I don't know, but it is a, yeah. as opposed to your regular four. Yeah. <laughs> I take a bath a day. Usually was got a great bathtub. That's why, that's why I'm not, I, there's a lot of bathtubs. I wouldn't take a bath. In, yeah. I have a really good tub. I, if I'm having a panic attack, I don't care about the tub. I mean, it's just, yeah. I'll get, if the sink's big enough, let me get in there, dude. It's something about just warm water being like, it's just about the heaviness of the warmth, just mm. feeling like mm-hmm. I have, I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's just, it's just putting me on a, in a place of where I can't, in a, in a mobilized state. I have no idea, but uh, those are the only two things. And I got to a place where with my panic, with, with my anxiety, where I was always driving in the right lane on the freeway. I don't know about the, I always knew about hospitals on my phone, like whichever ones were nearby. And I always drove in the right lane so I could, so I could exit any time to get oh. to the nearest. To get and if to you the went nearest to a hospital, hospital and you go and you go, I'm having a panic I'm, attack. Give me a bath. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, what do you do? I never, I know. Well, I bet I did go, I did go to, and during, uh, during the pandemic, I went to the hospital. My wife took me to the hospital for a, for a, for something that I thought was for sure a heart attack, but it was just panic attack. Yeah. I think we've all probably had some version of that. Was it? They're chal- so scary. If you've never had them, too, like I, uh, thankfully, something was going on in 2015. But I had two that year, and uh, and it was terrifying. It's yeah. terrifying. You, it's just your body is reacting, and you don't know what like what's happening. And um, but yeah, and nothing then, you and can then do. I got to a place where I could feel them coming on. Yeah, and I could, and I knew what it was. And then, and then, luckily, I haven't. Knock on wood, had one in years, but yeah, I, feel, um, yeah. I, I don't know how. I don't know how mine's gotten a little bit. Mine subsided quite a bit mm-hmm. as well. It was helpful when I knew what it was to be like, oh, you can feel your body going into that thing, yeah. and be like, you don't need to go into that thing. Yeah, like, it's okay, you know. So yeah, but. <clears throat> were there any challenges with bringing a service dog around all this touring and traveling? Um, oh, yeah. yeah, it's a lot. I like, think it was a lot. It was a lot. But she had been on over. 600 flights something silly like she's done like she had been everywhere and she'd been to uh london she had been to canada she, she had tell, been to like France. I'm, I'm in the sky like i've broken the laws of nature or she's just know. in a different she was just room. in a different place she's just she was just the most <laughs> she was like it, you'd be surprised the things that like that 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 she could do uh she was just yeah she was just a special uh special dog was there any feeling after she passed like do you get another service dog or, or that was like kind of like you had run its, um, 
I think that was uh I think that was kind of the end of that. Yeah. Yeah. Chapter. Yeah. And I think she had a place and she had a role that she served. And my wife is one, someone who tra- she travels with me all the time. So if something if something happens, you know, or whatever, or I have if she's not with me, I, I have someone else who travels with me. Um, but I think she was there to try and mitigate or maybe have me transition, transition. to a place of feeling like I could do this on my own and um, still navigating that. But uh, what she did was just, uh, I don't know. It's crazy, man. When you talk about animals, you talk about dogs, them, their ability to, 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 to know you and to service, it's just, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's, it's, un, it's, un, it's unlike anything. And, and I think came, she came to me at such a time where it was so, like it was just us. You know, it was just the two of yeah. us. So, you know, and when I, there was a time where I don't stutter when I talk to myself and you don't stutter when you talk to animals. Mm. You can talk to animals, it's easy. Really? So, yeah. Don't know What's why. What's the thinking? No idea. I don't know if it's a comfortability. I don't know if it's just the absence of judgment. Yeah. There's yeah. Just something, there's, it, 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 there's just, it's just, there's something about, there's something so, like it is unencumbered unconditional acceptance no matter what and that is such a sacred space that and it's the opposite of what we get as as comics or performers or even as human beings yeah so you know in another way she helped she helped with that like i would just i would talk out loud to her and it would just be so it's just the idea that you don't you can just go through all this and you got no, no, just no judgment. No matter what it is that you're saying, any person, any person you've ever met who who stutters, you can ask them. If they have a dog, they don't. When they talk, when they talk to themselves, when they talk to their pets, they don't. You know how they say it when you're on stage: pretend the whole audience is in their underwear to make your yeah. nerves go away. Yeah, you could pretend the whole audience is dogs. It's dogs in yeah. underwear. Just, just imagine all dogs. dogs. <laughs> now I want to. Now I want a dog. Run some material by my dog. Yeah, I mean, and it wasn't even, it wasn't even just like, uh, it wasn't even just necessarily material. It was just, you know, sometimes it was that. I mean, sometimes it's standing in front of the mirror and trying a thing. But, um, you know, a lot of times it was just, uh, yeah, it's just, 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 it's just that, it's just silent understanding. And I've, 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 I've told people this who I work with. I told this to my wife, like, uh, my love language, and you could, you guys, you guys might agree with end ups, but, you know, we talk about, they talk about like the five love languages or whatever yeah. gifts, acts of service, uh, physical touch, um, quality time, and uh, words of affirmation, right? We're, yeah. Some version of ours is probably words of affirmation. We enjoy feeling like, you know, validated by whatever it is that we say or do. However, I think there's a sixth one, and I think it's mine, and it's, I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think it's communication. That's what I think it is. Mm-hmm. My, if I can communicate with someone and they and and they understand, they, like they understand me, and, and vice versa, that is the ultimate form. And that's you don't even have to tell me. It doesn't have to be in the form of praise. It's literally just I'm communicating an idea to me, and you're under, I'm, I'm communicating an idea to you, and you understand it, or you're contributing to it. You listen to it. You know that that like that fills my love cup. And so when I'm when we're on stage and I we convey an idea or we we wrote a thing and then we edited and we fucking performed it and we we wrote it and rewrote it and fucking re and tried it and then we execute it and it's and then it's completely understood or you get the sense that they understand you better because of that thing you just said. It's it's the best. 
Yeah. And it's not, and it's not, and it's not praise. It's just, you know, and I, and it, like even something that I'm doing right now, like I, I'm explaining more about me to, in a, in a vulnerable way to you guys. Mm-hmm. And I get the sense that you're, that you're, you're both listening to me and that, that makes me have a deeper appreciation for you guys. So it's just, it's not even such a selfish way of feeling a love yeah. language. It's, it's, it's a, it, it it's a, it, there's a relationship to it. There's a con- contribution on, 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 on two parties. Yeah. And that's what I think I was missing for so many years with stuttering is like, I couldn't even make eye contact with people because I would stutter for so long and then they get uncomfortable. Like yeah, they get, you know what yeah, I mean? You stutter yeah. for so long. It's like, I have two reactions now. Like I had to, one, one reaction was I would stutter for so long that people, they do busy work. Like they, they get, you know, they start twit, they get, they look through mail, they check their watch, they get, they get like, they, they do turn the dishes, into, yeah, they do just, they just do stuff. Like they turn into like little, these little meth, like, ah, oh, that's, yeah, that's crazy. You know, they start looking yeah. around for people. And now because I don't stutter and for so long, that was such a big part of my identity even though that was not something i was like i'm i'm the stuttering it was just something i talked about because that was my frustration um you know now it's like now when i don't stutter i all i get is eye contact people look at me like they're not even sure if it's me they're like they're looking at me from like different angles you know what i mean they're like is that you what you know so it's so it's so you know it's uh it's just it's weird and my my relationship to it i get it that this podcast has been spent such a large part of it has been spent talking about it because for so long it was such a big part of my life but I I had almost a resentment filled or tumultuous relationship with it because like I would you know I, I, I would talk about I would talk about it on stage because that was my only thing of course and that was the only thing that was my only thing that I wanted to complain about that's all that we're supposed to be doing is talking about our our, our frustrations and then um, and then later when I got better people were like well what what the fuck did you just use that to and it's like no you don't you have no idea how long i've been at this fucking thing you know what yeah. i mean you have, yeah. and you have no yeah. idea how long i like how much i don't want to talk about it i want to i want to address it so you feel better and then i want to talk about other shit like a human being yeah, yeah. you know yeah yeah, yeah. anyone go oh because uh, benny feldman with with tourette's he, some people accuse him of faking it yeah and it's a wild it's all the time wild, but these are these are the dumbest people in the world who say that yeah, it's all. I mean, it's all the time, and it's just like I said. Like I was, uh, I did a TED talk, talk last year, and I, you know, I talked about how I was initially mocked for stuttering, and then later called a liar because I succeeded despite having it. Uh huh. You yeah. know, it's just crazy. It's just yeah. it's this people. It it, it 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 further proves the point and puts a punctuation on the idea that people are never happy or they're never going to be. You know, they're never going to be happy with something that has to do with uh, you and they want to put you into a box. And then when you break out of it, then they want to put you in a different one. It's like they want you to succeed, but only if it's on their terms. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's go into our next segment. This has got to stop. This has got to stop. Duva, this has got to stop. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think uh, I think we got to figure out when someone's waiting in line. And they're waiting for people and they're like, oh, you can go ahead of me. Mm. Like, and then they, they, and then their person still doesn't show up. And so then they're just, they're like letting people go. Like they, they now work there. They're like, oh, you go ahead. They're almost like. New gatekeeper. Yeah. You're the new. Yeah. Yeah. And also sometimes they are, they're waiting, but they don't tell you for too long. So you're kind of yeah, standing there yeah. and you're giving them eyes. You're giving them the eyes like <laughs> I'm looking for permission to go past you because there's some space. Yeah. And they're not, they're not, they're kind of talking to the other person they're with. They're not paying attention. They're not doing a good job of being like, go around me sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, then if you, on the, sometimes you just go and they're like, oh, like 
but you were just, you gave such a big space that yeah. we all thought that you know so you have to be if you're doing that you have to be a better at communicating and what a what a power role your friends yeah. late so you're put into this position of power to be yeah. like you know you mm-hmm. you, you, you get to decide who goes ahead now wait outside yeah the restaurant or wherever you are yeah, i've done no. it before i have been that person and you feel guilt but also this weird sense of like I get to, you guys also, can go ahead. Am I supposed to say thank you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. thank you so much. You have, you can't go. Yeah. You've granted this for me. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that. This has got to stop. You yeah. got one? Okay. So this is very specific. Um, this has got to stop. There's two people on my street and they both talk to my dog who doesn't like being talked to. Mm. And it's clear. It's clear. He doesn't like it, but he doesn't like it. And they do it almost every day. <laughs> And he starts barking, and I have to be like, oh, and like pull him across the street. And it's gotten to a point where I'm like, like I'm not interacting with them either. And they're yeah. just like, oh, there you are. You don't like it when I talk to you. And he starts barking. And I'm like, stop fucking getting this dog rattled because then other dogs start barking in the neighborhood. I'm like, and it's the people. It's yeah. the people because you're like, he wouldn't bark at you if you weren't yelling at him. Mm-hmm. But it's like, and I know that it's his issue, but it would be the same thing as you go up to a crazy person on the street. And you were like, hi, why don't you smile for me? And then then they yeah. started yelling. They're like, oh, you don't like it when, like, they're. You need to, like, like with the leash, like, whoa, it's slipping. No, like, you got to make I, them understand. But there's a thing where you're like, shut the fuck up. Like, I don't know what to do other than. Do you like, think. Shut the fuck up. They're the street. doing it passively, aggressively to be like, you need to get your dog to stop barking. They're going to be like, still. Like, do you think they're, because clearly they're aware. No, they're loud. No. Too loud people. They're yeah. louder than my dog. Mm. They're too loud people. One of them works for the parks department and is always cleaning, like, by the park there. And uh, they're both loud. No. They're both loud people that you can hear. So I avoid them in general. If I see that they're out there, yeah, I yeah, go yeah. the other direction. Two other but dogs. sometimes you can't. You you ha- happen upon them. And I'm like, just shut the fuck up. Stop talking to my dog. Like, it doesn't like it. it. And like, you can, t- and also I've said to them, we've said, you can talk to the other one. The other one likes it. He's fine with it. He won't bark. He blah, blah, blah. But this one doesn't like it. Don't talk to him. You know? It's, I, I, I don't even, I haven't even met these people and I know them. Yeah. They, they, I don't know that it's passive aggressive intentionally. I, but I think that subconsciously. People think people, they can be dog whispers. Yeah. Too, is the other thing that I've like, it drives me nuts too, is like. Like people think you'll be like, oh, he doesn't blah, blah, blah. And they'll be like, I'm great with dogs. And you're like, sure. But like, also, who cares? I don't want to have to like do this for you. Like, this isn't about you. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's always about them. That's what, that's the thing. That's yeah. the thing. Dogs, dogs, people like it to be about them and dogs validate that through anyway. Period. Yeah, for sure. So anyways, mm-hmm. this got to stop talking to my dog. Uh, my this got to stop enough with this not weed, but it is weed. Or they say it's weed. I basically was at I was at an event, a comedy event, Moon Tower, mm-hmm. and there was a company, and they said we're going to send you a whole box of edibles for free. Mm-hmm. Just put in your address, and I was like, amazing, great, finally. And then you get a box, and it's like this is Delta Nine. It's like it's t- instead of THC, it's THN. It makes you feel. Blah, blah, blah. It's not it's enough not with this. Weed. And you go, I go to these states. I'm like, is weed? They have a weed store there, like a greater weed store, and it's all Delta Eight or Delta Nine, which is it's just not weed. Yeah. If you have to break down all the ways this will make you high, I don't need to know if it's weed. So I'm I'm. They've been doing this in New York before it was legalized. They would have the the trucks, and it sold you weed lollipops, but it was this shit. It's yeah. not weed. Stop pretending it's weed. You're lying. Yeah. You're building a whole store. Speaking of, they were selling CBD for, for dogs. Fuck this off. is out of control. 
Yeah. I just want weed. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need to modify. It's been it's a it's a proven model. Weed's undefeated. It's been doing a great yeah. job for years. And we have two boxes of of and I brought it's, it here oh, for right no there? one to eat. It's a bunch of TH9, TH Delta 9. What the it's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. Yeah. Did you try it though? Uh, we did, and I felt I felt nothing. absolutely nothing. nothing. Okay, I know what being high is. You can't you can't trick me yeah, with yeah, marketing yeah. into that I'm high. Yeah, yeah. It's just you gave me gummy bears. You gave me a box of fucking shitty gummy bears. Yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot, Moon Tower. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, let's go on to our next one. You better count your blessing. You better count your blessing. Real quick, I meant to say. Uh, send us your This Has Gotta Stops. Yeah. Uh, uh, the email is, uh, oh my God, the downside WGS, which are Marcus Razi, the downside WGS at gmail.com. Send us your This Has Gotta Stops. We'll say them on the show, and you, you'll you get even bonus if you're a Patreon member. We'll say yours first, patreon.com slash downside. Russell, do you have a blessing? Yeah, I'm um, dog-centric today. Um, recently, well, not recently, but in the last few months, got a second dog. And we did a long process of putting the dogs like where they're both comfortable. They're both pit bulls. So, you know, <laughs> things go wrong. Things could go real wrong. So it took a long time, you know. Uh, Aren't you not supposed to say that as a pit bull owner? I think that's the whole thing is, uh, is breaking down the myth. Oh, pit bulls are, are very. But you were here when Kyle Kinane was here. He called them baby eaters. Okay, shut up. But um, uh, things go really wrong. Uh, no, listen. Listen, they're a beautiful, they're the sweetest. I love pit bulls. That's all I'll ever have now going forward. They're so sweet. They they, they, they love you. They sit on you. They just want to be held. Mm. They're like these babies, but they're strong. Mm. But there's no getting around that. They're strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, just so, like you, Russ. Yeah. And so, um, so one of them, the one that barks is the older one. So we've had him a long time. The new one doesn't bark at people, but... Uh, you know, we're putting them together and you don't know and you want to feel comfortable. So we do all the steps to make sure it's okay. One's tethered for a while, blah, blah. They're unleashed, blah, blah. So anyways, we ripped off the Band-Aid this last week and uh, they're out. They're together. They are so happy. They're playing all the time. And it's rough. It's a rough plan. Uh, a lot of yeah. dog owners I'd see, they'd be like, we can let our dogs play with that dog. Yeah. But they play at the same level, which is exciting. And it's very clearly mm. play. They're they're doing it. They're resting. They're doing it. They're having fun. Their tails are wagging. They're, they're, they're knocking shit over in the house. They're, no, 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 no. But like they're, you know, they're they're wrestling around and like they're like, you know, their their mouths are open <laughs> and around each other's faces. And uh, but it's all like no one's clamping down. No one. And it's like, I feel totally great about it. Like. I, I was nervous when it first happened. I was terrified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "This could we could we're ripping off this band, babe. Maybe one of them's gonna get real hurt." <laughs> you don't know. You just don't know. Yeah. But, uh, but they're loving it, and and I'm so thankful for it. They're sleeping on each other. They're cuddling. If they turned on you they're, and it was you versus them, battle to the end. Who's gonna win? They would never turn on me. <laughs> I know that they wouldn't. But just if they did, like you know, like uh, I think they would win. Side I effects. Mean, truly, they're they're both sixty pound pit bulls, and especially if they double teamed me, you know, there'd be yeah. no way. I, I mean, I can I can pull them both around. You know, I've I've taken them both on walks together now, uh, by myself. Not long ones, but like short what if, ones. What if one ran this way, one ran that way? You split it. Yeah, so stretchy. I told Nicole, Nicole can't do it. She tried to do it the other day and it was like, it was too hard for her. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but like, I was like, I can do it. I'm strong enough to do it. Um, do you think you have like really strong like arms from it? Not because they're pulling. Uh, they are pulling, but you know, you have the right leash and harness and thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's all, but uh, I'm, so I'm thankful that they're, they love each other. They're, they're, they're cuddle. It's so they're sweet. That's yeah. great. I'm excited that that's, uh, it was so much 
uh, work to keep them separate and blah, blah, blah. So now it's a huge yeah, yeah, yeah. weight off the shoulders. Uh, my blessing. So my sister, oh. she, she's been, she does fashion stuff, but she's been helping me. I've been really, I told you, getting into like, uh, getting like old theater shirts. Yeah. I'm like really into this concept of getting like high school theater production. She's been going on Etsy. And the problem with vintage is, you know, it always costs so much money. And you're like, really? This costs $5 when the school sold it. But she got me one of my favorite shows, uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Uh, she got me this vintage with a green, a nice green Little Shop of Horrors. From where? From, let's see. It's fun to see. By the way, if you ever come to my shows, wear your fucking old high school theater shirts. 1990. 1990, Little Shop it's of Horrors. good condition. Yeah, it's in really good condition. And it cost it. And it doesn't say and where. Uh, no, it doesn't. The, this one, I have a Guys and Dolls one that she got me. But I really just like it. I don't know why. Something about it, it fills some nostalgia hole in me. Uh, uh, this is St. John's College drama production wow. of Guys and Dolls. So mm -hmm. if you have theater shirts Send and you don't them. want them and they're large, fucking give them to me or wear them to a show. I think that would be fun. Uh, Drew, what's your blessing? <sighs> Man, those are both such good blessings, you guys. Um Dogs in theater. I, I, you know, this is my blessing. I, I have a floor rug at home mm -hmm. and I stretch on it. I'm in, I'm in the top, like, I'm at the top, like, this is a great floor rug. This is a great stretching uh, rug right mm -hmm. here. I'm big into stretching mm -hmm. right now. I think it's so good for you. Yeah. So at night after shows, I'll grab, I'll grab, like, I'll get some tea. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try to get into as much of the splits as I can. I'll get my laptop and I'll just write. I've got my tea. Floor rugs. You're writing in splits? Yeah. Yeah, it's silly. It's very theater kid of me, actually. I used to, I used to do that back yeah. then. I would watch a whole TV show. Yeah. I never got, never got the split. Nah, it's it's. I mean, it's hard. Like, it's a hard thing. I mean, I'm you not. You're gonna I'm, get there. I'm pretty close. I mean, if you give me, if you give me like 15, 10, 15 minutes, I can, I can pre pretty much get there. If you can like dead drop in it. No, no, I can't do that. Show, I, that'd be. I mean, it'd be amazing. <laughs> just for no reason at all. You just do it. Something doesn't work. Split. <laughs> what that's? It's always so cool when you can just go whoa. Like yeah. when you see people go whoa. It's the. I don't know what kind of. You know what kind of what are these quadrant quad like what are these adductors that you have in yeah, yeah, yeah to the strength to be able to pop back up oh that's a yeah. that's a great goal though I should try to I should try to aim yeah. for that you know I just don't know how your balls don't get just crushed yeah but I that's, the, but that's the payoff though tucking. that's the payoff though for the for the you know like yeah. you know it's the bird trick you know the bird dies but like it's not <laughs> a bird in the cage anymore. <laughs> Um, for our patrons, I like to do, we like to flash their names up on the screen right now. Do you know a street joke? Any street jokes you like? You know what I say? Oh, uh, I don't know any good street All jokes. Right, I'm going to say one out of this jokes. book. Yeah. We, we don't know if it's good. Sometimes they're horribly offensive, but let's see. Here, let me read one. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, let me just make sure I didn't do it with this one. These are offensive? They're intentionally no, they're, offensive? No, no. They're just like uh, No, this is just some street them, jokes. Some of them are... Old, uh, this is. You, have you ever heard this guy? His name's Jackie Martling. Mm -hmm. He's like he does stand up comedy, but it's just he goes on stage and he does street jokes for like an hour, and I kind of like it. I like street jokes. Yeah, street jokes can be a lot of fun. Okay, I just Jake, make Jake sure. Johansson has great street jokes. I mean, he's got just great jokes, but they're just you can tell him. All right, tell this one. Act act it out. That one. I'm not sure what it is, but I highlighted it a long time ago. Okay. Um. A priest and a rabbi are walking down the street together, and they both want a drink, but they have no money on them. The priest says, I've got an idea how to get us some free drinks. He walks into a crowded bar alone, and the rabbi stands at the door and watches. The priest orders a drink, downs it, and then the bartender gives him a tab. 
priest says, but my son, I've already paid for the drink. The bartender just says, I'm terribly sorry, Father, but it's really busy in here, and I must have forgotten. The rabbi walks in and orders a drink. After he downs it, the bartender gives him the tab, and the rabbi says, son, I paid you when I ordered the drink. The bartender says, I'm terribly sorry, sir. I don't know what's wrong with me. The second time that's happened to me tonight. The rabbi says, that's okay, son. No offense taken. Now just give me the change for the 50 I gave. <laughs> Russell Daniels. Oh, it doesn't even joke. say that. You just added that on your own. You gave it an anti-Semitic twist. <laughs> I like, you know what? I think that's I think that's the way the segment should go. I give you a joke. Where, oh, now I know what you'll do every time. You know, no, it won't always be anti-Semitic. Yeah. Sometimes it'll be racist. Okay. Sometimes it'll be sexist. <laughs> um, uh, uh, where can people find you, Drew? Sure, it's at the Drew Lynch on all social media, and then I have my own podcast that I would love to have you guys on sometime. I love that. It's called, it's called Did I Stutter? Um, and we do that every Tuesday. Uh, Russell, where can people find uh, at you? Russell J. Daniels on Instagram or come and come see Titanic the Musical at the Daryl Roth Theater. You're in Broadway. Titanic the Musical? Yes. I'm sorry. I did not mean to interrupt your plug. That's yeah. so cool, though. Yeah. Doing I'm it, sorry. Doing eight shows a week That's right so now, cool. baby. Um, you've heard of Titanic? The the ship? The hit. Yeah. It's but, not Titanic the musical. Oh, it's oh, Titanic. No, oh. I knew. I knew. I, that's why I, I said like I, I had a feeling because oh. Titanic the musical is a very uh, respected <laughs> show. Boring, and <laughs> boring, closed, but uh, not even in a year. Our show's been running for a year <laughs> off Broadway. It's a fun parody, uh, and it's all Celine Dion music. Oh, that's awesome. Titanic. Oh, Celine Dion's awesome. the narrator. Oh, that's so cool. Not the real Celine Dion. Yeah. Um, and for me, find me everywhere at Jamarcus Arrays. And again, join that Patreon, patreon.com slash downside. Whether it's Titanic, Titanic or Titanic, all shows will close, yeah. as will our lives. This is The Downside. One, two, three. Downside. Downside. You're listening to The Downside. The Downside. With Jamarcus Arrays.